It's that time of the year. Your vacation is coming up. You can already hear the beach waves, feel the warm breeze, relax, and think about work. You really, really want it all to work out while you're away. Monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind. When all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync, things just flow. Wherever you are, tap the banner to go to monday.com. Good evening, TC, and welcome all to part 52 of our weekly podcast, The Current View, with the Idler Villesborough, Mr. Terry Curran. How's things, TC? Fine, thank you. Been a mad couple of weeks. Oh, it's unreal, isn't it? Yeah, how's, the, how's your car? No, 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 when we go, what, what it was, I've not been able to get it serviced since this um, coronavirus. Yeah, yeah. So finally got it in. He said, oh, you need brakes doing. I said, well, all right, get it done. Uh, it needed this, needed that. I needed four tyres. Yeah. I'd already put one on mm-hmm. just before the, uh, but I took it in. He said, oh, you only want one on. Right. So I put one on. Then they're saying I wanted four on. Mm-hmm. Right. Uh, so the, the gabbard saying we can't let you have a car because uh, we haven't got four tyres for it, it needs four tyres well I'd already called to um, Quick Fit to find out what the tyres were like Yeah. Uh, so he said to me he said you need four so well you only put me one on three months before so you can't need four surely mm-hmm. you know because they just try and make me rough don't they yeah, that's what they're trying to do, do. How's, how's and, Bernard as well yeah, he's a bit, he's a, well I'm saying he's better in himself than he's out but he, he don't feel great he keeps yeah. saying you know uh, and it, it shook him up a bit, obviously, and frightened, uh, frightened him a little bit. So yeah. um, you just have to play day by day. We we are burning. Yeah. But going back to the car, so then uh, can you put these tyres on? So they're putting the tyres on, uh, 45 minutes. I said, what for? Four tyres? You know, you, you'd think 20 minutes, because obviously they've got the um, nut to drill in it. Yeah, of course. Yeah, yeah, bang, bang. You know. Good job they ain't working mm. for Formula One teams. It's unbelievable, it is. It's unbelievable. So so the car's okay. Uh, everything's done with service, new tyres on and everything else now. So we're ready to rock and roll once the... Uh, I mean, we have got the go-ahead to, to, to get out and about. But now they've come up with this new idea about having to wear masks, so... Yeah. I shan't be going into shops now, so I'll just order online. No, it's all going a little bit crazy, but nothing more crazier than the last day of the championship season. And there's a number of teams that don't know whether they're going to have a points deduction or not. Your team, Sheffield Wednesday, being one of them. And I, I'd heard mooted 21 points being deducted. That's absolutely ridiculous. And I've always been of the opinion that if you're going to have a points deduction, it should be from the first game of the season. And you shouldn't be going into the last wondering what the hell's going on at your football club. Well, what I, what I say is this. Mm. A football club should never, ever, ever have a point deducted because yeah. they that football club never does anything, yeah. never does anything wrong. If I go on that football field and I kick you up in the air or yeah. I smack you in the face yeah. or I do something radically wrong, I get sent off. Yeah. Me. The club don't get debit. The manager, I get it. I yeah. get fined. The club does never does anything wrong. It's the people what rob the, rob the club. Yeah, spot on. Or run the club. Right? So they have done something wrong with the club. And I understand what people are going to say. Well, it's the club. They're, they're, you know, they're running the club. They'll go from this club to another club, into another country, yeah. and do the same thing. Yeah. You know, it's these people what should be stopped from managing, uh, owning football clubs. 100%. Wigan, 
why would you buy Wigan? Uh, a month before the coronavirus, and they knew mm. they they knew there were bits and bats happening with the with this coronavirus, mm. and then the club does really really well and has a great run, and then they put it into liquidation. Mm. It tells you there's something radically wrong, and if that's not, you know, buying a club and then all of a sudden closing it down. There's yeah. something wrong, Gabby. They, yeah. cannot, they cannot keep blaming these clubs. No, Who's allowing them to run them? Yep. To own them? Yep. Right? And why don't they get punished? Yeah. Why? 100% can't disagree more. And in terms of, of, of the Wigan situation, my understanding was within 24 hours of the club being bought and being, being actually sold and bought by the same person, it got put into administration and you you have to say that if you're gonna, I mean, if you're gonna if you're renting property and you're having someone else living in your your rented accommodation with you, you have to tell your landlord. So I'm guessing that the EFL would have known about the transaction of Wigan being sold. They've okayed it, and then within 24 hours, it, it, it's going to administration. You're right. At some point, the EFL need to take some kind of responsibility for these transactions. Well, the, the the great coming down heavy. Yes, absolutely. On the club itself. Yep. When when the clubs are already in financial difficulties. Yep. Yep. Right now, for that club to to uh, keep running, if you don't pay the fine. Yep. You know, then the club will go uh, out of business anyway. Yeah. Right. So, the owners can keep going away with what they're doing. Yep. And I, I just get it's wrong what they. It didn't the club what get punished, you know. It's the fans. Yeah, hundred percent. And now you've had a, a a guy at Wigan done a lot of back uh, background work uh, and raised about about. I know he's raised up to one hundred and twenty nine hundred thirty thousand pound at one point. It, yeah. it might be a lot more now, you know. Uh, and it's the it's the fans what have to suffer. Yeah. Because everything everything has to go up when these clubs get fine, especially like Wigan. I mean, now they've got no, you know, fans are not allowed to go into the grounds. Hmm. So it's absolutely ludicrous what they do to football clubs and what they do to fans. Yeah, hundred percent. And and in terms of of, of the the points deduction, it's like you, you've got a little fire and you're trying to put the fire out. Well, they're pouring petrol onto the fire and they're making it worse. Yeah. It, it just makes no sense at all. I get, yeah, you have to punish somebody, but you're absolutely spot on as always. Well, TC, punish, punish the punish owners. The owners. Punish the owners, not the football club. I tell you what, once you start punishing the owners, they'll sort of stop it. Do it, won't they? Of course they will. Why do football clubs? Football teams, TC, when they're a goal up, why do they retreat to their 18-yard box? Why do, why why does the turtle put his head back in the shell and defend and think that's an intelligent way of uh, of defending what you've got and going home with three points? Because often three, it ends in tears. There's three points to that. Yep. The team who you're playing against yep. uh, may be setting up as a defensive-minded uh, team. They go one behind, and then eventually, or two behind, and then eventually, but they've got to come out. Yeah. So then, the attacking team, what's been attacking, start to oh think, well, we'll just kill time. Yeah. They concede a goal, and now they start to panic, mm. and retreat even further. Yeah. And then you've got a manager, 
uh, what's a uh, defensive-minded manager, what's screaming and shouting to get the ball away. Yeah. Look, we all know if you concede goals, you will get relegated. Yeah. We all know that, right? Good managers get good players what can defend. Yep. Yeah. Right? Manchester City concede goals for one reason and one reason. It's a load of rubbish. The wonder why we are rubbish at uh, coaching in this country. Mm. It's a load of rubbish that Manchester City can't defend. That is the biggest load of rubbish I've made in my life. And I'll tell you the reason why. The reason why they can't see goals is two reasons. There's a mistake in them, and that's not goal defending. It's taking, overtaking a risk with yes. it. And the other one, right, is over. So all these football coaches, they listen to it, it's called overcommitment. Yep. Now you can commit, but but if you look at Manchester City when when they play football, the opposition play defensive-minded football, yep. and they've they've got one player left in their own half, mm. and everybody's in that in the opposition half. And I know if you, if you squeeze them up there, you know, and nine times out of ten these clubs are giving giving the giving the ball back. Yeah. So that's what happens, Gabby. Yeah. They go one nil up, try and kill the game off, or they go two nil up, try and kill the game off. The other team decide they've got to come out trying to get something out of it. Mm. I mean, it, they still won't overcommit when they're away from home, but when they're home and they're losing, they have to, they have to come out because of the, the stick they will get from the fans. You know, I mean, I watched Watford the uh, other night, and look, none of us are daft. We all know Manchester City have got the money. We all know Manchester City have got the, uh, the best players. Yeah. Right? But watching Watford the other night, and this has nothing to do with Nigel Pearson, nothing good to do with Nigel Pearson whatsoever, whether they sacked him or not. If two new men come in, right, if they think, right, they're going to uh, old Manchester City yeah. uh, and not lose by playing that way, then they deserve all they get. The two and more English coaches come into it. You can see they're petrified. You can see they don't want to lose. Mm. Look, there's it, a lot of money uh, invested in the Premier League, right? And we know you want to stop up there. But it's the same old teams, season in, season out, whether it's the ones what come up or the ones what's uh, in the Premier League on a regular basis or are fighting for relegation. And why are they doing it? If you give the opposition... Time on the ball, they'll exploit it. Yeah. Not once did I see Watford try and put them under pressure. You get one person going, but that's not good. Mm. Because then once that one person goes, it's leaving gaps. They've all got to push up as a unit together. And they have to come back as a unit together. Yep. You know, and, and try not to get your forwards uh, too deep. Because you've got to have an outlet, Gabby. 100%. Whether whether it's whether it's playing it playing it out from the back with the outlet, right, or whether at times when you you're going to play to space, yes, right, you've got to have an outlet. They don't have an outlet. Yeah, they've killed the game of football for me, and it's not been bitter. I try to be honest. Yeah, you know, if it's my team, I same thing. If it's Sheffield Wednesday, then I'll just say the crap. Yeah, all they're doing is defending. They're petrified. Mm. Now those two lads there. They have got nothing to lose at Watford, mm. the two uh, temporary uh, managers. Why not put Manchester City under pressure? You know, people might turn around and say, they've got a bit of 
spoke about them. Yep. They're going to have a go. They're going to have a go at Manchester City. Yep. You might as well go out fighting, then putting a, 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 a waving a white flag. Because that's what Watford did. They, they, yep. waved, they waved a white flag. And and, and I just. Stopped. I'm not being honourable to him. I'm just no, being no, honest. you're not. Yeah, you are, and you're absolutely right. If you're going to keep giving them the ball, they're going to they're going to hurt you with that ball. If you take the game to them, yeah, you know, you might get caught when you lose the ball, but you've got to get back into your shape and win the ball back. But you've got to get on the front foot. You've got to have a go. You've got to try and win a game of football. And if all you do, we've said this many times on the podcast, if all you do is line up not to get beat, not to concede, you retreat, you retreat, you give the opposition the ball, and, and they have 70, 80% of it. Do you know what? It ain't rocket science that you're going to get absolutely smashed. So go and have a go. Another thing, TC, the, the myth, in my opinion, of modern day football is you need a defensive midfield player. I don't see that. I think you need defenders, and I think you need to defend as a team and attack as a team. I don't see that there is any reason why you cannot play Pogba, Fernandez, and Grealish, three attractive great ball-playing midfield players in the same midfield. What's your opinion on that? Well, look, I'll just go back to, to and, I, and I'll come to that. It, the pundits make me laugh. Yes. You know, because all the, it, I listen to them and I can see why they don't make managers. Yeah. Right? They, they talk about, uh, well, they've got to defend. They've got to uh, defend as a unit. No, you haven't. You've got to have an outlet. Yep. Else you're going to keep losing the ball when they're on top of you. Yep. Right? Now, sidewards and backwards, when I watched uh, Arsenal against uh, Manchester City, sidewards and backwards is, is, much, is more boring than somebody knocking a long ball. Yep. I want to play with a tempo. I'm not frightened of anybody. Yep. Never have been. I don't give it Liverpool or Man United or whoever it is. Let's go out and let's have a go at them. Right, if you get beat, you, you should be able to understand what's caused the problem. Yeah. Right, I'll tell you why they have a defensive midfield player. Right, because they're all frightened of their defence. Mm. Man United, Linderoff, I don't know whether people like it or not. I'm not, I never criticised anybody in my book. Yep. The only manager I, I, I didn't like was Man yep. So, but I criticised him. For other things more than anything, but I've never criticised players. I never. I have a go at our coaches for one reason only. It's negative, defensive, mm. boring football. It's boring training. I know I've done it, and it hasn't changed a lot. They have an old midfield player for one reason and one reason only, to protect the two centre backs. Mm. Right. That's what got Norwich relegated this season. Yep. I think Norwich are uh, a decent little team. But they haven't got any proper defenders. So what do they do? They're giving everybody back. So they've got no outlet, Gabby. There's yep. no outlet whatsoever. Even when they play the long ball, yep. they just boot it out, put it into Rosette. Everybody's back. Yep. So the ball's coming straight back at them, Gabby. Yep, 100%. So you say, can't... So it, yeah. I, I, don't blame the, I don't blame the defensive midfield player. Yeah. Right? I blame the coaches. Yep. And I blame the managers. Mm-hmm. It's, they're the ones who do it. You know, we all know there's going to be a relegation and a and a, a promotion, uh, and a team and, and a team what wins the league itself. Yeah, we all know that. So there's going to be relegation, promotion, and, and the champions, right? But they're the same team in the Premier League, knocking on the door, season in, 
season out. If they stop up, then they'll be doing the same thing next season. And what happens? The teams will come up by those players what players what just got relegated and they're in relegation zone. Yeah. It's not rocket science, is it? It's incredibly stupid how football clubs do what they do and then wonder why they're in the trouble that they're in. And it's you're absolutely spot on. The man, the manager's job, the coach's job is to improve players to put a team on a football pitch to try and win a game of football. And look, you you know, we've only got to look at Wolverhampton Wanderers. It wasn't a million years ago the Wolverhampton Wanderers were in the fourth division. You look Listen, at Wolves now; they're the king of the Midlands and play great football because why? they've got a because great coach. Got exactly. Because they've got a coach who wants to go out and, and, and attack. Yeah, it's 100%. the same as these, pund- these pundits make me laugh. Yes. Yeah. Same thing. What do they all turn around and say? You need experience. You need you this. You need that. No experience. Yeah. All the players, yeah. week in, yeah. season in, season out, I've got all the experience of relegation. Yeah. Yet they're still in it the following season and they'll be in it the following season. Now, the, the guy have no more experience than that. Yeah, experience. So you think they'd know how to get out of it, wouldn't you? Yeah, you know, They're in it, week in. You know, and listen, no wonder why. I've said it long enough. I've said it long enough. And, and Bielsa has proved my point. Yep. I don't give a damn about anybody else now. Bielsa has proved my point. Yes, Guardiola, I'll get that, that he does buy all these top players, but there's nobody improved football like he does. Yep. Now, I get that there's more than one way of playing football. Yep. Klopp's got a different way to, 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 to uh, Guardiola. Yes. And let me tell you something. Klopp's got in Guardiola's head. Yeah. I mean... The, uh, we know Manchester City beat them, you know, a couple of weeks ago, five. Yeah. But Liverpool are even league. I mean, you don't, you don't agree with that. But once the league's been won, I guarantee you, the minds are on other things. Yeah, it is Gabby. Yeah, no, right? I, I get that. But when you're in a game, I mean, you've just been given oh, a guard of honour, and you yeah, don't want to lose. You don't want to lose like that, do you? TC? No, no, and no. okay, if if the championship was on it, it would be slightly different. But you've played in games where that team, especially if it's Manchester Manchester City, they're like my cat playing with a mouse. And if they get that mouse and they're knocking it about, they're going to destroy it. And that's what City do to football teams. If well, they I... just get that taste of blood, they're in for the kill Manchester City the different class in my opinion I'm one of those people will say as it is yep I will say it as it is uh, and I promise you because I've played in teams I'm not yep. having to go to them it's just that the one league and you know the mind then is, is, is partying it is yeah they've had a they've had a hard season in a sense that and it's not I promise you Gabby don't take this the wrong way you know, they are getting paid. I mean, nowadays they're getting paid vast amount of money. But in general, a lot of them won't be going out. A lot of them will be doing it right. And then if they've won the league, it's coming to end of the season, last two games in the one league like Liverpool, you know, and I'm not saying that they shouldn't be, but that's what happens. So I, I look at that Manchester City. No, they don't want to get beat five. They don't. Mm. And, 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 and Klopp, and Klopp has definitely got in Guardiola's head. Yep. Right? So at end of the day, uh, for me, we haven't got coaches, and it's proved it over the years. And, and what Bielsa has proved, from my point of view, is that you can coach players and improve them. Yes. If they're good enough players to improve. Yep. Right? And what, what's happened? They've had all their managers at Leeds. It shows you on TV, not uh, 
when when they when they finally got to, won the league, it showed you all the manager they had, you know, Ockady and all them and him thinking. Mm. But I used to say when they signed them, when they, when they appointed them, I thought there's no chance. Yeah. There's more chance of getting relegated than pro, uh, uh, promotion. Yeah. My team's the same. There's more chance of getting relegated than winning promotion or be middle at table. End of. Same and it's true. If yeah. you, because majority of managers are petrified and they're all they working. They're not working on uh, creativity in, in training. They're working on negativity. And I promise you, that's what happens. And don't tell me football change because there's certain things about football change. But, but listen, I, I see more teams still playing long ball. I still see teams playing negative football. And I see teams, you know, uh, frightened to lose a game. And that's not changed since my era with certain coaches and managers. 100% so. So, magic moments. What have you dug out for us this week? Well, I dug out uh, Sterling's goal night against Watford. <laughs> you know, touch, bump. It yep. went in like a rocket. You know, I mean, they have come back. All, uh, all guns blazing as yeah. Man City. I will say that. Yet yeah, they've had a couple of hiccups and, you know, they got knocked out at... Uh, yeah semi-final at Cup but in general you know they've, they've always tried to attack mm. so the goal um, the goal what um, Sterling scored other night was unreal and then I saw a goal Porto scored and I put it on my uh, parlour yeah. and I put it I think I put it on my uh, Facebook and all Porto scored a goal other night with about 15-20 passes Unbelievable, Gabby. So if you get the chance, have a look at it on my wall. I will. You it's, say you parlour? Yeah, there's, I've, I've, there's a, there's a, like Twitter. I've gone on to parlour, so uh, you'll have to have a look. How do you get? Do you just download the app and get onto parlour? Is that football predominantly, or is it everything? No, no, no. It's it's like Twitter. There's a lot of people uh, uh, leaving Twitter and Facebook because of all. Crap and negativity. Oh, Power, absolutely! Yeah. You can you can say what you want as long as it's not abusive. You know what I mean? Oh, so I can I can spout what I like about Jack Grealish and Blues fans won't abuse me on parlour. <laughs> no, but, but the other, you, 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 as long as it's not you know threatening they're going to kill you in that type of thing. <laughs> I've but not you, had any want, death threats you, yet. Blues fan, you wanted to say you know so and so so and so. Yeah. He, he shouldn't be in team or so and so. That manager wants to sack him. They're yeah. not going to. Uh, block you for it yeah you know i tend to read him a speech on it yeah. so that's why i've gone on that i tend yeah i tend to with my facebook page put things on that, that i like and jack grealish is my favorite football player i don't think that that's without played exceptionally well last oh night, tc and again i have birmingham city fans telling me how bad grealish was last night and i'm going do you know i know you've only got the one eye and I know it is partially sighted, <laughs> but yes, please try and add intelligence. But how can you? Because you have to look at football. Do you know, I remember when I interviewed Tony Butler and Tony Butler's first job, bless him, was to go and interview Stan Cullis. And, and he got the gig because he was the, the, the young kid uh, on the block. 
at the Express and Star in Wolverhampton. And Stan Cullis famously didn't talk to the press. Anyhow, cutting a long story short, Butler, because he, he was a kid, and he, he actually mouthed back at Stan Cullis. And Cullis took a step back and said, well, how do you know that? He said, well, I watched you play. So he says, well, OK, then what do you know about football? And they were talking and they had a good rapport. And, and Stan Cullis gave Tony Butler a lot of stories. And, and Stan Cullis said... Tony, when you're writing about a game of football, you have to appreciate that there's two teams, not the one. And I think that's where most football fans go wrong. They look at a game of football in one dimension, whereas I look at it in many. Now, right, you are 100% right. Mm. Right? Now, this is where you're wrong. And yet you're 100% right. Yeah. As long as, if the view shift here, block them. I do, yeah. That's all I do, yeah. That's what you should do. Yeah, them. yeah. But they're entitled to turn around and say that Terry Kern's crap. They're entitled to say that, um, what they call him, uh, Jack Grealish is not as good as what you think he is. Yep. Because it's their opinion. I know, Terry. I'm like you. I look at Jack Grealish, and me and Jock were talking about him last night. Yeah. And, we, and, and like Jock said, why would they play him out there, Dad? Because... Um, it would do a lot more damage going through because you go left to right. Yeah. You know, uh, and then the, you heard him, I heard him on TV turning around and saying that um, they're playing him out there to get him, you know, to get him further up the field. Mm. Just let him play, yeah. get other good players around there. 100%, yeah. But the people, people are going to have a go at him. You know, it. I t- did I oh, tell you they call him a maverick? Did I tell you yeah. they would call him a maverick? Yeah, yeah. Oh, by the way, did I tell you villains stop up? Yeah, I mean, I must admit, I've uh, you know, I oh, no, I've looked at Villa and your, I can't. Your I, steps on your steps on you. We're relegated. <laughs> but no, no, not we. I'm Tommy not John, a Tommy Villa. I'm, I'm not a Villa supporter. I'm a supporter of Jack Grealish. <laughs> I love to watch Jack play. I can't see. I couldn't see Villa scoring another goal or winning another game. I mean, and the proof of the pudding was in that game against Everton. Jack has put so many balls on a plate for Villa forwards and they've knocked it eye wide and handsome and you're thinking if he was just playing for a good team he would have the most assists and he'd be scoring a dozen goals from midfield every season it's the fact that he's playing in a poor team and in defence to Villa what I would say is they've had a lot of players that are all cutting the teeth in the Premier League at the same time and you know I'm, I've watched Trezor Gay a lot and I think you're probably better putting a mannequin on the pitch than Trezeguet but to be fair to me I scored three goals in the last couple of games listen I do like I do like Dean Smith I've told you I like Dean Smith I do like Dean yeah. Smith but this is where I think he's got to improve uh, his managerial uh, methods yeah when a team loses confidence he and I'm not saying he does but you can see the team when they're not creating enough chances and players lose confidence. Yeah. You've got to be strong enough as a manager to put your arm around him and turn around and say, look, you're going to be playing for the next six games, ten games, whatever it is, trying not to. Now, if he's still worrying, then mm. you've got to be strong enough to leave him out. Now, because they're playing with fear and they're in a bad position, because I think he wants to attack. Yeah, I do. Yeah, 100%. I think he wants to attack. Yeah. I think but they've lost, and I'm not making excuses. Uh, I try to be honest with it when I, when I watch it. I try to give my honest opinion of it. You know, I look at Watford, 
Nigel Pearson, they've got results uh, when Nigel Pearson were there. Mm. But they, for me, they must have said to him, uh, you're not going to get the job at some point because he came out with that two weeks because he got results and he, he even got even they even beat Liverpool. Yeah. Right. And now they've got they've gone back into it. So something's gone off. Yeah. Right. As he turned around and said to him, "Well, I'm leaving. I don't know. I've just only my assumption of this. Mm. They, they, they had two players what uh, broke the curfew or something. Yeah. So all that's been thrown out into open, hasn't it? Yes. But, but going back to Villa, Villa for me were playing with fear. Yeah, of uh, confidence, hmm. not fear it to go and defend and not show the willingness to to put you know the the opposition under pressure. And the only way you're going to put to pe- people under pressure is by attacking. Now, when I say attack, it doesn't mean that everybody goes out all out guns blazing yeah. because you have to be able to stop goals. Yeah. You know. You've got to, you know, not concede goals. Mm. So you've got to have players who understand the game. Yeah. Fill in. Somebody yeah. comes out, the next player fills in. Yeah. The other one comes round. Other one drops in if one's gone forward. Now, that's down to the manager. That's down to the coaching. That's down to, you know, being on a football pitch Monday to Friday. Not as much on a Friday because um, it's a lighter training session. Yeah. But, I'm telling you, all these teams like Watford, they'll only work on uh, organisation. So free kicks for, free kicks against, mm-hmm. corners for, corners against, right? And and then they'll have uh, defensive pattern play where they're giving everybody back to try and stop the opposition. Now, everybody sees how Manchester City play, right? So they, they play a certain way, these other teams against them. And they, they see week in, week out, week out, week in, week out, that they get beat, yet they still go out and play that way. Now, if that's experience and they've got experience at doing that, how could they keep getting beat? Yeah. It's poor coaching, yeah. Gabby. And yeah. I, I don't want to go, they're afraid. Stop being afraid. Yeah. I want English coaches to be successful. Mm. There'd, be nobody, there'd be nobody more pleased than me to see an English coach go out and say, I'll show Guardiola. And I'm not saying disrespect Guardiola, disrespect Klopp, mm. because there's nobody a bigger admirer than me than any for them. After a game, it's to turn around and say, what a marvellous manager you are. What a marvellous team you've got. Yeah. But okay. before the game, yeah. I'm not interested. 100%. My players will beat you. 100%. And if the players see that, yeah. now they can take that two ways. They can say, oh, he's overconfident, Right. But I know the players that I've been in my team because all it is is giving players what can play football. Yeah, belief. Yeah, 100%. Right? So not having people what's petrified and packing the defence in. Yeah. Huddersfield, what do you do Huddersfield? I mean, I play for Huddersfield, so that's a team I don't want to get relegated. Yeah. So I've always wanted to see them do well. I always want to see them get promoted or if they, when they got into Premier League. But what did they do for yeah. them two years? Yeah. It was the most boring football I've seen in my life mm. with the manager. They never went out their own half. Yeah. It's crazy. There's no chance of stopping up. No chance. You might as well have a go. Try and stay up by having a go and do what they did and keep and then and then people come on, pundits come on afterwards and turn around and say, uh, well, they've worked hard and they've tried. You know. <laughs> 
they've gone on a pitch. They've gone on a pitch, and they haven't tried to win a game. That, in my opinion, is wrong. Go out Ludicrous. and try and win every game of football that you play, and improve players. You might not 100%. have a load. Of, you might not have a load of money, but get kids, get younger kids, and get them in that team and have a go rather than just sitting back. It, it, it winds That's what me Bielsa's up. Done at least. Exactly, yeah. But Bielsa's team is spot on. TC Bielsa's been next to nothing. What's the point of something at 30? I you need a bit I of don't, experience. Yeah. I don't get that. I know I what you're that. saying. And I, Helping out. Yeah, exactly. You know, what, just give them the, 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 um, the right yeah. advice on a, on, on a field. But they've got to be able to play. They've still got to be able to get around the pitch. Yep. Right? Not experience at 35 to 36 for sake of having it in team. Exactly. 100%. I agree with you 100%. You know, what's... Listen, if I was a football agent... And I'd say to my striker, listen, Newcastle want you, right? Or um, Watford want you. So and so. I said, listen, you might as well go and play for Leeds United. Yeah. Right? You're going to get chances. Mm. You're not going to sit back. What's the point? You're going to get crucified. You might get nine goals in season. Mm. And then you get all the pundits, all the so-called superstar pundits telling everybody, well, he's never going to go in. They don't turn around and say it's the team what's poor, mm. how they're playing. They always blame the players. Yeah, the course. players play to orders. Of course they do. I remember, I remember big run going and watching uh, Laurie Cunningham at, at Wembley um, playing for England. And after the game, he said, Laurie, what, what was you doing? You've, you don't play like that for me. And he said, boss, that was how I was told to play. And, and you're absolutely right. Players get told what to do by negative managers. So if you've got a manager that's negative and you're a bit of a flair player, here's what I'd do if I was a player. I wouldn't go and play for him. I'd play for a manager that was good for me, that allowed me to play football. And that's the I difference. Always, if I always, if, if I were playing for the manager, I didn't like the philosophy. I'd said to him, at least yep. I've been honest with him. Right? But I never turn around and say, oh, I'm not going to play. Yeah. Right? Now, what I'm trying to say, you have two things in your head, Gabby. Mm. You, your brain's thinking about how to beat people, when to pass it, how to pass yeah. it, why you're passing it. Yeah. Your brain's telling you that on a football field. I promise you. Yeah, you want to win. It's, it's, it's ticking over all the time. Yeah. And then what else do you think you have in your head? Forget Messi, forget Ronaldo, because we know they're special players. Mm. So nothing is said to them. Go out and play. Yeah. But when I said to Jack, I don't want to play. No, but he said, I want you out there because you've got the strength to get back. You've got the strength to help out in midfield. You've got the strength. Right? I said, Jack, but I can cause more damage uh, in and around their box. Yeah. Right? It is crazy what mm. they do with players. So you, you've had thinking... Well, I better, I better, I better get back because he wants me to get back. Stop making excuses. I'm telling you what we are told yeah. in the dressing room. And in, let me tell you something. I didn't miss many games. Mm. Forest, I got injured, and Evan, I got injured. But even then, he got me back into team quickly. I went Kendall. It's only because, you know, he left me out a, uh, a couple of times on, on different occasions, and mm. I went mad. You know, and for me, that was my fault. It weren't their fault, right? I hated the way they wanted us to do it 
And I went, I, I tried, I, no, I didn't try it. I always went their way with it. Because what people did, I would do certain things on a football field. But if you watch me playing any of the games, I was working back, I was working inside, helping mm -hmm. out, right? But you've got two little things in your head. I always say to John, do you ever see how? Because when I'm talking to you about football, I've got like little pictures uh, pictures in my yeah, head. Yeah. When I said pictures, they're like little sticks, mm -hmm. right? And people moving. But that's my brain thinking about the game. And then a manager says to me, right, I want you, when we lose the ball, chase back. Right? So you're chasing back. Right, all of a sudden, we've gained the ball back. All the, the, the opposition gives it back. It's played back forward. Why are you up there? Well, hang on a bit. You want me back? They have to chase back. And you're knackered. And people don't understand. No excuses. I'm telling you what's being told. Of course, it, you know. of course it now, is. Now, any player should know when he's when 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 to be back. Any player. Yeah. A player what doesn't want to work on a football field, then that's bad management because a manager should say, right, I won't pick. You don't have to be abusive because he might have to use him at some point. So you don't turn around and say, well, you're going to train over there. You'll get rid of that player whenever you can mm. without causing each other any problems. But that, that's a sign of a good manager. And, well, he don't work hard enough on a football field. I'll tell Chuck same thing. You'll never get anywhere if you don't work hard. Yeah. Shows how much ability you've got, Gabby. Mm. Right? Messi and them, if they were playing in West Brom's team, shows how good they are, they wouldn't stand out like they do playing in a Barcelona team. Yeah. Right? I mean, Messi... He's done well at times with um, Argentina, mm. and, and Ronaldo's done well at times with Portugal, but there's many times where they haven't stood out. Yeah. But at Barcelona, they've 11 superstars, well, they've, already 11, they've about been 18 superstars playing there. Absolutely. And that, so and they're always going to the be difference. on top of the game. Of course they're they are. Always going to be on, you know, they're always going to be playing expansive football. Yeah. So they're always going to be on top of the game. Now, when you're chasing back all the time, Playing in a team what's defending more than attacking. Mm. You know, it's not making excuses. I'm telling you what happens in, in, in the dressing room. 100% so you're saying going back, that's pretty <laughs> much what Jack Grealish has had to contend with all season. And I don't think, I mean, I've, I've been watching football in, in the, well, football all over the, 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 the globe. Um, you know, in football focus, we used to have, you know, clips of, 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 Goals from Germany. I remember watching yep. Klaus Fischer. You, you, you nearly went and played with him with right. the overhead kick and stuff yeah. like that. So, you know, I've been watching football since I've been four and five. You know, in my area, I don't think that there's ever been a player who's had so much pressure on his shoulders as Jack Grealish. He's got Villa up from the Championship and he's almost kept Villa in the Premier League and without Jack A they wouldn't have gone up and B they wouldn't have stayed up and my magic moment this week is Jack Grealish's performance against Arsenal I thought he was captain fantastic my other magic moment was Matinho's pass for the first Wolves oh. goal oh, I, I think oh. Matinho is absolute quality Again, when I say that Matinho is quality, I don't get the abuse that I get when I say Grealish is quality. But Matinho is a player. And Jimenez, his goal against Burnley, that volley was just sublime. And, and I, I'm a big fan of Wolverhampton Wanderers. And hopefully next season, when we can go back down to watch games of football, I'm going to go down to Molyneux and watch the Wolves because I think they're a tremendous team. Oh, to watch. They're a lovely team to watch. And... I love, I mean, the manager, you know, you, when he talks, you think, I'd like to play for him. Exactly. I wouldn't want to play for some of them managers. What? Yeah. Look, 
they can have all the excuses in the world. We all know when you take your job at Watford and these other... Listen, anybody, right, yep. that takes a job at Watford, how many managers have they had this year? Three. Or three four. managers. Three or oh, four. I've lost count. Three. Yeah, definitely. Right. So I think, it, I think they've had four altogether, but it's three. Probably, yeah, it's crazy, isn't it? Right. So they've only taken that for one thing and one thing only. Yeah. Right? Uh, to put them in football and hope that somebody else will take them. Yeah. Because they're not going out there to try and win football matches. They're going in there for either money side of it mm. and hope that they have a bit of luck because you can see when they, when they, when they go, those two on the, on the, bench, on the, on the touch line last night, I don't give a damn what they tell me. I don't even know what Jimmy get red maps to me or anybody else. Mm. They were petrified of playing Manchester City. Oh, 100%. What's the point in being a manager if you're going to be petrified? There's no point. I have got to raise the players. I have got to get the players to believe. Oh, what a goal Great that goal. Is. Oh, sublime, wasn't it? <laughs> Another bad player, isn't it? <laughs> Again, United going forward have just got so many options. And I mean, you identified Mason Greenwood listen, eight years I, ago, didn't I, you? Told I, Tony I, to take listen, him. Listen, I would, I would have taken him to the uh, the was it the World Cup or the European Euros, Champions? The Euros, European, yeah. I would have taken him. A lot of these people, Southgate, and then they wouldn't have taken him. No, of course he they wouldn't, wouldn't have. Him. But you would, right? TC, and it's evident. Oh. We've got the evidence on our podcasts. Look yeah. at look at the way you struck that ball. Bang! I know you've been screaming. I know you've been screaming for Jack Grealish. Yeah. But I tell these, I tell these couple of years ago. Yeah, I know you did. You know, it's technique. You tell me a more compact. Listen, I will tell you the best, best midfield player I've seen. What's come out of the Midlands is him. I'm not saying what's played because Peter knows is a fantastic football yeah. player. And he's from my area. I ain't talking about. From Birmingham itself. Yes. I told you, I said, what the main point he has, right? Or the main points he has, and the two major points are this. The composure on the ball. Yeah. And the techni- techni- technically, technical ability on mm. the ball. You've got them, right? You're going to be a very good player. Yeah. You know, if you've got balance, yep. you're going to be a superstar. Yeah. So if you got those three, you'll you'll have a football brain. You will have a football brain, mm. right? Gaza was a scientist. We know yeah. he would have. Yeah. He had a scientist brain mm. for a footballer. He saw things that others didn't do. Genius. And the reason why sometimes he overdid it because he knew with some of the players he were playing with, and not say he thought, well, if I give it them, they're going to lose it anyway. Yeah. But he should have, but he knew he should have done it, but he, that's the reason why he didn't do it. Mm. And when I said to you about Greenwood, uh, Rashford, I've told you, yeah. that forward line, Martial and James, I mean, James will probably get pushed out a little bit because of Greenwood's progress. Yeah. You know, but Rashford looks, you know, he's he's going to be a superstar, pace, control. Mm. You know, yeah, I can see straight away with the coach. And the rest of our coaches, it's, Athlete, you can't you can't make an athlete into a footballer, and we've had this debate so many times. But it seems to be players that that probably weren't good enough to get into the Rose and Crown uh, football team in the local pub have the opinion that you can. And pedigree football players like yourself, like Goody, and and all the rest of it, you know, 
know the score. And, and certainly when we're talking about Jack Grealish, I mean, what he said to me many times, Jack Grealish is the nearest thing that I've seen to uh, to, to Gaza. And, and, you know, anybody that watches the game and understands the game realises it. And what you said earlier, people they might say, Terry, they do, the no, they don't. Of course they do, TC. And that's what I'm saying. Majority some, of them. Yeah. If somebody says TC wasn't very good, I'm saying you don't know what you're on about because TC was one of the greatest forward players that, that we've had playing in this country. How if you, was, if How you were playing today, you'd be worth a fortune, TC. You go... It, it, would, ne- it would never happen me to go and play in the third division. Not now. I got no. the injury. Yeah. I got the injury. I got the injury at the long time. And me, yeah. me just being... Every player I play with, they'll all tell you the same thing. Mm-hmm. Everyone, the captain's done it. Captain Sheffield Wednesday done it today. Oakville. Uh, I have never seen a kid come into a dressing room like him. Yeah. Ian Boy, if you get the, the twenty legends of Forest, you'll see. Mm-hmm. Terry Coon was the inspiration. At Peter Reed, they've never seen anybody in a dressing room like me. Mm-hmm. Give me the ball. Yeah. Give me the ball. Yeah. I'm not worried about Manchester. I'm not worried about Liverpool. Mm-hmm. Never have been. Yeah. Right, but I respect him. I love to watch Liverpool play. I love Bill Shankly. I love uh, Bob Paisley. Yeah, I love him. Yeah, I have so I admire him so much. Same here. But I had no respect for him when I was playing against him. Exactly. On yeah. a Saturday. Yeah, yeah. After the game, mm-hmm. I would turn around and say, you know, Ronnie Wheeler, Soonis, Dalglish, Rush, uh, Barnes, uh, Lovinson. Uh, Neil, I mean Neil, when he goes to manage England, I don't so, lose so much disrespect, disrespect yeah. for him. But, as, but playing for Liverpool, mm. fantastic. Uh, Alan Kennedy, you know Alec Lindsay, Joey Jones, mm. you know brilliant footballers. Mm. Love them. They've won European cups, they've won league titles, eighteen yeah. titles. I admire them. Yeah. On a football field for ninety minutes, we need to win. Yes. And if we don't believe that. And if you get if you if you read my book, what Peter Reed said, if you read the book, what uh, mm-hmm. uh, Ian Boyer turned around and said, a breath a breath of fresh air. Yeah, he was the one what got us all going, and we were absolutely slaughtering teams. Self confidence. People... I have never been in a team what been in a scenario yeah. where they were in a relegation material. Mm-hmm. I mean, I went to Sunderland, but they're all having problems in there. The problem with me, what there was, my dad was dying of cancer. Yeah, so. I couldn't help him out because I weren't there long enough yeah. uh, to play in games because I spent that, you know, the time, half of my time I was there, I was down at home yeah. with my dad, you know, and that's the only time I've ever been in a team where, 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 where they were struggling at the, you know, in fact, when I went home that day against uh, the play Birmingham and they got beat and I tell him I was going home, McManamy said, you're not going home. I said, let me tell you, you don't tell me what I'm doing. My dad's more important than you or Sunderland football club. Yeah. And I went home. Mm. You know, and then they got beat by Sheffield United, and lads were telling me they were they were tipping his car up. He wouldn't care; they were tipping it up. Mm. You know, I mean, they shouldn't be doing that, fans. Don't get me wrong. No, football fans do. But get they, a bit uh, no, no, there was one team where I where I went to what were uh, in a good weren't in a good position when I were playing there or when I left because Derby were near bottom, and I were only there six, six months, seven months, yeah. and they were eighth when I left. Mm. And Southampton just got promoted, right? Uh, I got them to a, a not. I didn't get them to a final. We all got them to a final, but I scored the winning goal and I bet the two goals at the semi-final 
up at Ellen Road. Yeah. You know, we all we all get, you know, but what I'm trying to say is, I always give that team the confidence because I wanted the ball. Yeah. And I, I used to say to him, you know, you, you were in team, Gabby, forget Peach, you, 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 you'll murder him. Whereas a manager be talking about the left back as always his best thing since sliced bread. Yeah. I'd, be saying to, I'd be saying to you, Gabby, don't worry about him, manager, you'll beat him. Mm. And, and some of the lads probably didn't like it, but a lot majority of them did. You know, you've got to get the confidence into the team, Gabby. And some managers don't do it. It's the training's negative and boring, and then you're playing on a Saturday. You think this is football for me. I don't want to play. Hundred percent. Too. So one of the regular features that we do do on the uh, the podcast is behind the lens. There's a lovely picture of you and uh, it's well, it's David Hunt, isn't it, of Notts County? Yeah. Have you any memories of that game? Because we, we didn't know who it was, and then Don O'Reardon said that that's David Hunt. He's a good lad. Yeah, uh, no, I mean that. That's a lot. I mean, some of the games I do remember. Yeah, you know, and it's not because it's not County. You know, uh, when you look at the picture, I like the picture myself. Good picture, uh, yeah. Because I'm, I'm jumping over his legs, <laughs> the tattle. You know, because I was that quick. Yeah, I could do all them type of things. You know, if you. If you go on YouTube and you watch the deserving game and I get there's a ball in and around the penalty box, I jumped over the player's head. Yeah. <laughs> I know he's going down, but I jumped over his head. Because I got that spring out that quick, you know. You know, but I did I always did a lot of work on, on, on quick feet when I were when, when I was a player. And mm-hmm. that, that'll never change. Yeah. As a player, you're either quick or you're not. 100%. But what you can do, you can make yourself lighter on your feet by yep. doing things quicker. Yeah. You know. And if you do things quicker, you know, it does help you. Yeah. Five of the best. We're going to uh, just indulge in in, uh, in Jack Charlton um, briefly, because sadly Jack passed yes. away recently. It's funeral, funeral yesterday. yesterday. I would have loved to have gone, but there's only, I think there's only 20 allowed to go. Yeah. So, you know, it's, it's it was a sad day for me, yeah. because obviously I had my difference, differences with Jack, but it was only with the philosophy, nothing else. One hell of a man, and so so sad, uh, you know. But as we all know, we we all can't live forever, you know. But um, it was still a sad day for me. Absolutely, and uh, happy ba- uh, happy birthday to uh, Gary Bannister. And yeah, that's six, that, yeah. yeah, that's one of my favourite stories that that you tell. That when Jack comes out, you know, with his one sock up and sock down and tracksuit tracksuit bottoms up and one down and he and his boots and he, he had a dream didn't he about a free kick and you just you just tell that story again because that cracks me up every time well, we, we played Newcastle and Newcastle's his team that's yeah. who he supports obviously mm-hmm. Leeds United will always have a soft spot for Leeds United but his team as a young boy was, was Newcastle uh, and I'd scored about five six maybe seven free kicks that season we're playing up at Newcastle, you know what like it is now, you know, it's it's all filled in now, you know, stand covered. Yeah. Behind the goals were open, you know. And when it's windy up there, it's windy. The ball, it's the wind's swirling, it's lifting. Anyway, I don't blame the wind for it, but it didn't help. You know, I, I had two free kicks and the it, listen, they went higher than rugby post. And he, Jack went absolutely ballistic. And I mean ballistic. You will never take another freak. I can, I'm smiling at him now because I can see him in the dressing room going, going mad. And uh, we usually have the day off. 
and so we go either fishing and shooting, whatever it was. Uh, it all depends on what season it was. You know, when I say season, I'm on about season, fishing season or shooting season. Uh, and he, he said, right, you're all in. He was so angry because we got beat by Newcastle. And we absolutely murdered him. We should have won the game. It's not as so we played bad, but we got beat. And, you know, it's Newcastle. You know, so he, he hated lo- losing against Newcastle. Anyway, we're all in the, we're in the following day. And I can see him walking over. He's got his cap on. He's got a tracksuit on. It must have been somebody else's. Well, it weren't his tracksuit because it was halfway up his up his leg. He's got a white sock on and a, uh, his own sock, like a football sock, yeah. and a, uh, a dark sock. And he's marching over. And we, one of us starts laughing. I think we all started laughing. He sets others off. And then I couldn't stop laughing. They couldn't stop laughing. And then when he gets close up, you know, he's going by me. You know, he said, uh, what are you laughing at? Bye, bye, bye. So I said to him, you he said, but I, I couldn't find my sock. I mean, Jack wouldn't have the patience to look for something. He just picked pick the first thing up, what was there, you know, picked one sock up and he walked across. So as as he's, come, as he's got closer to us and, you know, he's asking us what, what we're laughing at. And then he says, anyway, you're off at three kicks. He said, I said, I'm not bullying, Jack. I told you last night, it didn't make any difference to me when I took him at all, you know. Uh, so then he said, I had a dream last night and this is how we're going to score. And he said to Warlock, he said, Mego, you're going to uh, take the free kick. And I want Bano and TC in front of the wall. And I want you to bend, right? And I'm going to hit the ball on your back and it's going to go into now. And I swear to anybody can ask the Sheffield Wednesday lads. Me and Bano goes running towards the ball. Jack took the free kick and boom, it finished up into net. It's like winning the Euro lottery <laughs> for, for that ever to come off. But he came off and he did it. I mean, we never tried it. Yeah. Right. But I started laughing, so I got sent off for that because I said, you, "You're joking. You're not wanting us to do that, are you?" You know. And I'm laughing, and everybody else is laughing. You know when everybody's laughing and they can't stop laughing because yeah. of me. You get off and get in the shower. I'm sick of you. <laughs> you know. <laughs> but then again, afterwards, you come in. We'd be, I'd be sat down having a cup of tea. Get me a cup of tea, TC. You know, as though nothing had ever happened. Yeah. Me. He was such a lovely man. He lo- he'd, he'd lose it for 10 minutes with everybody. Mm. But after that, that you know, he was, was, was a gentleman. He was a gentle giant. Not a football fan because he would kick you. Yeah. And if you did something wrong to him, you know, he was a big man. But like I said, within 10 minutes, maybe less than that sometimes, you know, he'd just talking to you as though nothing had happened and you were the best, best thing since sliced bread. Unbelievable. It's a sad day for me anyway. Oh, absolutely. My other favourite Jack Charlton story was in the gymnasium. You'll have to relay that one as well, TC. No, it sounds as though we were were always arguing. We we, we were really, but not. We just (laughs) argue over anything, whether it was table tennis, snooker, anything. You know, cards would be arguing. I'd be calling him a cheat. And I, and I know I'm right because his granddaughter w- w- was on calendar and she was saying he would play mid cards and he cheated cards. So <laughs> they know now I'm not lying when his granddaughter say, says. But he, Jack wanted to win. Yeah, he was a winner. Yeah, he hated losing. Mm-hmm. Hated losing. Anyway, I was scoring goals and uh, I mean, people would get sick of me telling this story. Uh, and he said to you, you're playing on wing tomorrow. But he was at the bottom of the gym and he shouts, you're playing on wing tomorrow, we're playing Norwich. I said, I'm not. Uh, play Gordon Owen, and I, I said more because I mean he's, he was only a young lad for Gordon, but as a coming t- team, 
they all like my name would be TC, you know, ticker Kevin Taylor. And Gordon, his mates used to call it, younger lads called him Muppet, you know. So I said, no, play Muppet. You know, and when Steam came out of his ears, and I could see him getting angry. And as he's getting closer to me, he's taking his coat off. I mean, Mel Sterling says, I throw the first punch. I didn't. <laughs> you know, Jack threw the punch. I ducked. Jack's finished up on my shoulder, and he's gone over, and we're talking about it today with Mick Pickering. Jack's gone over my shoulder, Mick's jumped in between us straight away, Mick Pickering. But then they all get in, and Mel Sterling's upside there laughing his head off, right? Because he's another comedian, Mel Sterling. He's a couple of years younger than me. I think he's the same age as Gordon and uh, Kev Taylor. And, and Mel Sheldon, leave them, let them fight. <laughs> <laughs> but not in a nasty way. You know, Mel would do it just for laugh, you know, because Mel was another joker. Yeah. But like I say, fantastic guy. Fantastic great, guy. great camaraderie, great team spirit. Simon Stainrod, um, I was interacting with the other day and it was the infamous incident where you you got sent off. And then after the game, I think it was, Simon was round by your dressing room and Simon said you approached him and you were going to do him in. And Jack grabbed you and swore at you and flogged you back into the dressing room. But I, I really can't remember that. I'm not saying he was wrong. I can't. I, I, I remember. I, I remember the incident. I remember getting sent off. I remember yeah. the fans going ballistic. I remember Jack tears in his eyes. I remember Jack going completely ballistic at me, and I'm saying it's not my fault. Yeah. Then he calmed down once we got into the dressing room, right? Because yeah. we had to come off the pitch. Yeah. Mm. You know, the match didn't get abandoned. It weren't half down. We had to come off the pitch. Mm. And once it had all quietened down. Uh, Jack was all right with me then. Now I, I read it, but I can't. I mean, I, I, I mean, I cannot remember. But I mean, I'm not saying Simon's not because I was I was irated. Yeah, I've been sent off four, five times in my life. Four times with that George Courtney, and yeah. he was referee. Yeah, that game. So if you look that up, I bet he's called George Courtney. Mm. Right. Uh, and the reason why I was angry with Simon because he winked. <laughs> yeah, I know. It's a great picture. He, no, but you, you didn't see the bit. I mean, there's me looking at him as though I'm I'm going to burn oh, no. of him. Yeah. I'm going to shoot him or stab him. <laughs> there's him with his hands like that and with a cheeky face like that. But I'm talking about when he gets up. I, what? He goes down because I fetch my knees up to knee in between yeah, the legs. Yeah. I don't touch him and he yeah. goes down. Yeah. And the uh, the referee pulls the red card off. Mm. And I, as a good referee, I said, I've done nothing. No, sorry. That was it, yeah. He pulls the red card off, and I said, done nothing. As, as, as soon as he's pulled the red card off, Simon looks at me and wings. Yeah. As though to say, I've done my job. Mm -hmm. I'm fuming now. <laughs> you know, and I think that's what set the fans off. Yeah. You know, so, I mean, I'm not saying he's wrong. That bit, I can't, can't quite remember. There was still a lot of commotion in the in the tunnel way, you know, because the dressing room, the away dressing room, I don't know whether it still is now, you come out and then you go down the steps at Oldham. Yeah. Boundary Park. So we were closer mm. to the field than, than what Oldham were. Yeah. Right? But there was a lot of commotion around there with everything. Which, I mean, stewards are there. And so Simon might have been right. I might have been trying to get over to get out of Simon because, you know, he got me sent off. 
But I'm one of those players what forgets, some forgets about it, you know. And my my other story that I love to uh, hear is when you went down, you went round the Derby goalkeeper, didn't you? And you got in your hands and knees and headed yeah. the ball into the back of the net. Jack wasn't very happy about that situation. I saw Jack running. <laughs> I knew I was going to get it because I, Andy McCullough, right? Andy used to, Andy was always got a smile on his face. Yeah. Love, six foot two, gentle giant. Yeah. But always smiling. We know those players. It's, it's a bit like him, that uh, Mikey Richards. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just like him, always yeah. smiling and never sees all wrong. And that, what's the other guy, the the, the, the uh, athlete, what's always smiling? Chris Akabusu, the one that's Akabusu. always laughing. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So Andy always got a smile on his face. Never said, never said no nasty to anybody. Yeah. But he knew when I was bored in training, when, when we used to be some doing negative training, mm. and he'd say to me, you'll not do that on Saturday, will you? I said, no, I'll tell you what I'm going to do, and I'll show you. And then he'd, he'd laugh even more. He said, he knew I would do it, but he'd say, he'd say it for a purpose. Yeah. I bet you didn't. And he knew, once I said it, I'm not going to back out of it. Because yeah. if, if, if lad said something to me about something, because I weren't like this, so I'll tell him. They say, you dare tell him. And as soon as you come in, I said, that, that's rubbish. That Why aren't we having day off tomorrow? Why aren't we having doing So I I would never back down on it once I said I'm going to do it. You know what I mean? Yep. So uh, I'd gone round the keeper, and I still don't know why he gave me offside, because I beat a man. Yeah. Right? But in nowadays, if somebody else could be offside, you know what I mean? Yeah, you could be, yeah. yeah absolutely. In, in an offside position, yeah. so... Uh, and I thought, right, I'm, nobody's ever done this. I'm going to get on my hands and knees and to stop the ball on line. I stopped it on the line, by the way, this. Mm. I didn't go around the goalkeeper, then got on my hands. I, I went around the goalkeeper, oh. stopped it on the line, yeah, yeah. got on my hands and knees, mm. and edited it in. And I could see Jack, and I'm thinking the referee is is is, is, is going to Jack, but he, he didn't, he, can, he cancelled the goal. And Jack says to me after the match, you ever do that, I will kick your head off, you little twat. <laughs> Unbelievable. And then the other one, I'm I'm going to be Jack. TC, take it into the corner. TC, take oh. it into the corner. <laughs> but you took it into the wrong corner, didn't you? G- Gabby, I mean, that day, now you can laugh at it, but you know, at yeah. the time, you know, I mean, the, lad, the lads knew what was going to happen. But we'd been, I, I think we, 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 were, we played the Chesterfield, yeah. right, the previous week. And they scored in around about, 90th minute, 91st, 5th, something like that. Anyway, gone over well over time. Yeah. Talk about Fergie time. This has gone well in, deep into injury time. Mm. Chesterfield equalised. I think Jeff Salmons. Mm. Right? Yeah. Oh, you know. We all knew what were coming. <laughs> now, now, I don't know if it were me, but somebody had lost the ball. Right? Anywhere ballistic. You know, you're not going to get promotion if you keep throwing games away like this. You know, we're going to work on this next week, and, and I guarantee you, we will do it, and you're all going to do it. Anyway, uh, all week we're practicing of running the ball into corner, right? But I, I was a player what was really strong, yeah. Gabby. I could run. Mm. I, I was a good cross-country runner, but I was an hell of a sprinter. You know what I mean? Yeah. But you don't get the cross-country a sprinter as a cross-country runner, neither do you. No, you don't. That's but unusual. I, I could do, bo- I could do mm. both. I mean, I won the mile five times. On trot up at 
middle school. Uh, but my first year, you were off so many yards. Second year, it was less yards. Third year, it was less yards. And then when I, when I was the elder pupil there, when I say elder pupil, elder class uh, statement, statesman, um, I won that year. Yeah. So when I were giving out start away. So I was a good cross country runner. When, when I went to Forest, uh, Peter Withen, John McGovern, we were always the winner. John McGovern, even though he weren't quick, he was a very good cross country runner. He could mm-hmm. run, all, run all day. So I was finishing third and second and, and that type of thing. Um, I didn't do a pre-season at Derby. I didn't do a pre-season at Southampton. But at Everton, you know... Uh, Gary Stevens, what an absolutely fantastic runner. Mm. And he could do both sprint, 800, that type of thing, cross country, mile. He was very good at it, you know. So I, 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 weren't, uh, I, were quite, I was quite a quite fit, strong kid. And I didn't smoke, I didn't drink. So I had got that advantage over a lot of players because in my day, a lot of players janked, didn't they? Yeah. Anyway, we've been practicing all week. And, and Andy's saying to me, you know, it is boring this team. I said, boring? I said, we don't finish in the May. I'm going to walk off. You know. Uh, anyway, we practice it and practice it and practice it. So I said to him, it's this. If we're winning 2 or 3 nil, I'm going to get the ball. I'm going to run right into the corner. It all depends which end I'm at. But I'm going to run right into the corner. And I'm going to run all the way back to the goalkeeper. And then he's... Goat breaks out into a giggle. Oh, he's always smiling, but he breaks out into it. He said, I bet you don't do that. We're winning 5 0. I picks the ball, ball, ball up just inside their half. And Jack shouts, get into the corner. Not to, you know, he just wants, because we've been practicing, he wanted us to automatically yes. to think about whether what was we are winning 1 0. Even though we're winning 5, he didn't do it, you know. Uh, to be sarcastic, Jack. Jack did it, wanting us to do it automatic. But if we were only winning one nil to kill the game, that's what a lot of managers wanted to do. Yeah. I picked the ball up just inside our own half, and I ran towards the corner flag in the uh, north stand, towards the Leppin. We weren't going towards the cop. I ran towards the Leppin's lane end because we were attacking that goal, mm. and I got right right into the corner. And then I did, just like I did with the uh, the goal against Sheffield United, I just turned back out in an arc. And they started to come with me, the players, and then I just, I exploded and ran, you know, went full pelt. And some of the players, uh, Rotherham players, just left me alone because they couldn't believe what I was doing. They thought, what's he doing? And I'm on full end of the pitch, knocking the Bob Boulder. And Jack is screaming at me. <laughs> Going absolutely ballistic. Anyway, put in the papers after that. I got absolutely slaughtered at half time, but he put in the papers. I thought he was taking the piss out of me. Well, I said to Jack, I'm not taking the piss out of you. I, got, I get sick of doing that type of training when you know I can do it. You know, he wasn't doing it for my purpose because, you know, he just wanted, and I'm not saying it was me against Chesterfield. It might have been me yeah. uh, on that occasion, right? But it, it Jack, once you went 1 0 up, he wanted to lock the game up. That yeah. was it. You've and, done your job. And then my, um, I suppose, the favourite uh, Jack Charlton moment must have been TC. After we've had a row, let's go and have a pint. Because oh. that's what the guy 
was all about, wasn't he? You'd you'd have your rows with Jack. You don't well, you'd have your fisticuffs. You'd have everything, and largely about the philosophy. But he loved you as much as you loved him, and no well, matter what you did, you went for a point after the. He Gabby. would do. He would do. He would do anything. Honestly, would get yeah. Gabby. Probably would. I would do it. The lads will tell you. Mm. You know, I, after we gave, I mean, I didn't have pints. I'd have a coke. Yep. So he said, where are you going? I said, oh, I'm, I'm going to town, mate, and then I'm going to Joel's later on. Because after the game, you know, uh, you, you don't sleep. And it weren't, you weren't in nightclubs or up well six o'clock in the morning. Yeah. Two o'clock, and then you go home. Because obviously nightclubs close around about mm. two o'clock. But you couldn't sleep when you play the uh, when you play the game, Gabby. Yeah. Players will tell you your mind's racing. Over, you just you know, even when you get home, you just get up. You know, what you know, in our days you'd be watching a video or a DVD or something. Uh, there weren't Sky on, you know, and mm. all these film channels. You know, I think television finished about two o'clock then, anyway. Um, and he's gone mad with me after that game when I've run the ball back. And then he said, Where are you going? I said, I'm going to, he said, I'm going to get travelers. Come on, have a pint. So when I say a pint, Jack would have a pint, you know, I don't, I don't have a coke. Uh, I said, I'll get, I'll get, I'll get changed, and we'll get off. I get changed, so I'm thinking Jack will get, well, get there before me because I've got to get changed anyway. He, he must have gone back in the boot with me cups out. Him and Morris, uh, and they're behind me. So I jumped into the car. I said, I'll see you up there. All right. I guess into Travellers Car Park. Who's pulling in? Is Jack. Typical Jack. It's not because he's tied. It's just how he is. Yeah. You know, he, he never bought it. Uh, I never seen him buy a packet of cigarettes. Sometimes he must have had them because I told you the story about this cigarette packet. And, yeah. and it's true because Mick McCarthy said the same thing about it uh, on calendar and all. It was on with his daughter, his granddaughter. When she was on about cards, he cheated cards. So when I tell people he would cheat cards, they would cheat cards and think nothing of it. And he'd blame us. You know, he'd pick up another car and say, what are you doing? You can't do that. I am doing anything, you know. So he shout, give me a pint of Guinness TC or mine's a Guinness, you know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, but he made sure that you got to bow before him. <laughs> but Jack was one of those uh, icons. You know, players will tell you, you can go out for a drink and not even buy a drink because people want to buy you a drink. And the reason why they want to buy you a drink is so they can get into your Oh, where are you going, TC? Hello? Yep, yeah, I just lost right. you briefly right. there, TC. Right, I'm going to say, I'm still here. Uh, what I'm trying to say is, Jack was an icon. Yep. Right? And, and people would buy you drinks because they want to be in your conversation, in, 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 get into a conversation with yeah, you. And I understand that because the fans. But yeah. nowadays, you did mix. We, we could have a pub. Yeah. And they'd be packed in there. And they used to love it when, when, when lads went in. So Jack... Uh, People say, do you want a pint, Jack? Yeah, so Jack would have a pint. But we, a lot of players smoke, but didn't smoke. Uh, they'd only smoke, like, casually if it weren't for a meal. The wives had, had, had smoked, so they'd say, give, give us a sickle. But Jack were a bit like that. Right? You never saw him smoking all the time. Mm. But you would be somewhere, and somebody would be having a, have a fact, and say, give us a, give us a sick kid to somebody, <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> uh, and it's Basically, Jack Chol never paid for just, anything. Did he? It's just how we. 
It's not that we're tired, I promise you. It's yeah. just his mannerisms. Yeah. You know, you can tell when somebody's doing it all the time. Yeah. Jack would just like, uh, get me in Guinness. Don't he, he did buy drinks. Don't get me wrong. Yeah. I'm telling you now, he did buy drinks. Mm. But it's just how his mannerisms and, yeah. you know, you, you go into pub, right? And everybody would be on him. Yeah. So then he'd shout, get, get me a pint. No, somebody else said, no, I'll get it, Jack. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, Absolutely. just where he went, you know, uh, you don't have to buy a drink because when you finish the game and you're going into pubs, everybody wants to buy you a drink, Gabby. Yeah. You know what I mean? So, lovely bloke, lovely, lovely, lovely bloke. And I'm going to pick the song this yes, week. Yes, you are, yes. Uh, I'm going to pick the song this week. And uh, I think it's a fitting song, this one, for him. Superb. Well, the vacuum's just started up to So, wonderful memories of an icon, a legend, and our Jack, because loved by everybody. Yes. So I loved in Ireland. It, it, it was loved. It was loved at Leeds United. Loved at Sheffield Wednesday. And like all else, it probably didn't get the results for Newcastle. Sometimes it can go wrong at certain clubs. But it, like you say, it was loved by nearly everybody in football, Jack. And knowing you and talking about Jack, and you, you know, you get an idea of what people are like. I'm guessing in his final minutes, somebody had said, "Jack, how about that black book?" And he'll say, "Son, I'm taking that with me." <laughs> Let me tell you something about that black book. There were names in that, you know. Oh no, there were. And Johnny Jolson got one. <laughs> yeah, listen, there were names in that because he, he I, I once said to Jack. Yeah. Uh, why didn't you win as because they, they missed out, yeah? Oh, about yeah. Three, three or four league titles, yes. They, they had, listen, they had a fun, they were, there were a lot of trophies. Mm. I mean, they got robbed in the European Cup, yeah, but they missed out on an FA Cup, a couple of league titles, a league cup through defensive minded tactics sometimes. And I said to him, Why, how, you know, why didn't you win as much as you, you know, because that because it was a great team, oh, one of the best right? ever. And he said, Gary Sprague, there was always a mistake in him. Mm. He threw the ball out up at Liverpool, which and he threw into his own net. Yeah, he did, yeah. Right? Uh, George Best, he was always going to do George Best. He liked him as a player, yeah. right? But, I mean, he knew George Best was my idol. He, nowhere, near, nowhere near as good as our kid. Yeah. He said, he's in my black book, him. <laughs> you know? So, he did have the black book. Osgood was right. in his black book as well. And I listen, I watched him at uh, I went to a game where they played Juventus in Cup. Yeah. Right. Uh, and he changed the centre half. Not the centre half, the centre forward. The centre half forward came back with him to mark him mm. at a corner. And the centre forward whacked him in the face. Right? And he chased him, Jack. Yeah. Jack chased him up the bloody tunnel, you know, so <laughs> he could handle himself, couldn't Jack? Don't worry about that. He's got great so... memories and a fantastic, fantastic man. And it's 15-15 in our predictions. And strangely enough, the first game tonight, I want your your forecast, TC, is Leeds United against Charlton. So it's Leeds and, and, and Jack Charlton, isn't it? Now, I've got two options here. I've yep. either got to try and go and win this. Yeah, I know. And so have I. Or, or it'll be the first time when I've said to myself is, 
uh, I'm not bothered about winning. So I'm going to go because yeah. I've got a soft spot for for boy. He was a little nasty bugger on the yeah, football like field, a little mangy bugger on the football field. But I want him to be successful, so I don't want him to get relegated. So I'm going to go a one nil challenge. He's staffed. I know he's daft, yeah. but I'm 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 more open than thinking that the Charlton's going to win, and that's so I'm going with a one nil Charlton. Well, I've looked at uh, social media recently, and I think <coughs> I think the Leeds players will still be half pissed. To be fair, so I'm going for a one one draw there. I think Charlton will get something, but I just can't see him beating the great Leeds United. For well, the, the way I played against Derby the other day, mm. and he made the changes there, that, you know. He's got them all playing in a certain way, so it's going to be hard for Charlton anyway. Yeah, absolutely. Forest versus one of your old teams, Nottingham Forest. And um, somebody said to me ages ago, tell TC, it's Nottingham Forest, not Notts Forest. No, they you can't very, say not, no, no, you can't they get say particular, not. don't they? Not, no, they? No, yeah, they don't. No, it's Notts County, Nottingham yeah, Forest. Exactly. So you Forest know. versus Stoke. Uh, East Midlands derby. The thing is with Forest, they've gone to play shocking injuries. Yeah, they are, I know. Play, play up there. Yeah. yeah, I don't like to see it because nine times out of ten, the team what goes into that winning the games yeah. usually gets promoted. You know, like Derby County did mm. against uh, Leeds because Leeds did that little bad uh, rush, didn't they? Then yeah, they, they did. You know, they, they, they got beat Leeds and then Villa went on a good run, didn't they? At the same yeah. time as... The same time as yeah. uh, Derby, and they beat Villa in the thing. I'm going to go for a Forest win because I want Forest to to, to to win, and I want Forest to go. What's score to say? Two nil. Yeah, I've gone. I think they Stoke. Stoke uh, are safe now. Yep. So I think what uh, I think what he'll do, uh, he'll want to. Uh, oh, nearly want to have a look at some of the younger players to see if they can handle, you know, the scenario. Yeah. And he wants to see how good they are ready for next season. So I think he'll make a few changes. I think Forrest will win that 2-0. Wigan versus Fulham, both teams here need to... Uh, well, Fulham need to win to try and get automatic promotion. And Wigan need to win because they look as though they're going to have some points deducted. Yeah, I think uh, Wigan have played exceptionally well. Yeah. I think Fulham, Fulham won nil. Yeah, I'm going. Um, I'm going Fulham two one. Your team, Sheffield Wednesday versus Middlesbrough. Well, I'm going for a last match of the season home win. We're, we're so bad at home at times; it's untrue. But I'm going for an home win. What score? So one? I'm giving you a chance. I'm giving you a chance to win this, me. Well, I'm. I'm going. Um, I'm going one 0 Borough. Yeah. They're giving results away from home yeah. and they're playing bad yeah. and, and, at home. And we're doing the same. We're playing well away from home yeah. and rubbish at home. And, and again, I think that there's, there's teams on 50 points, like my team, Birmingham. We still don't know what's going on because the AFL have been so incompetent. So I think, you know, Borough will go for it. Warnock will want to go out with a with a win in his last yeah. game. Um, West, uh, sorry, West Ham, that's the last game. Everton versus Bournemouth. How do you see this now? Everton versus Bournemouth. Yeah. I'm going to go for 3-0 Everton. Ooh, okay. I'm going to go 1-1. I fancy a draw there. Um, Everton have been a bit hit and miss, haven't they, since the um, 
the uh, the restart and and on the day Everton are as good as, as good a team to to put any side to the sword. I watched them probably play play their best half against Liverpool, um, and I've seen them play probably the worst game against Wolves. So I think um, yeah, I'm going for a one-one draw there, Everton versus Bournemouth, and last West Ham United, who who currently a one-one and and are safe anyhow because. They need to have a massive turnaround against Aston Villa that need three points. How do you see this one going, TC? Villa. I said they stop up. I'm going with Villa. Yeah, I'm going Villa too. Now, what score, Villa? Uh, 1-0 Villa. OK, 1-0 Villa. Well, TC, I, may the I, best I, man win. I need the toilet, so we won't have to go. I want to say to everybody, <laughs> have a great weekend. Have a great summer, because this is his last po- podcast isn't it Gabby this well we can carry on if you want to that's not a problem TC it doesn't make a difference to me I just with season being ended I don't know if you're still carrying on but we'll carry on if you want yeah we'll carry on I love you and leave you because I need to go for a quick wee so love to you Mrs and everyone Gabby and I've got to show because if I don't I'm going to pee myself here good night God bless and we'll see you all next week if we're doing another one and TC what's the record for Jack Charlton Oh, it's it's Leeds United, uh, and we play all the way for Leeds United. I think it's a fitting song for Jack. Uh, he used to sing that sometimes, and, and I used to take the mickey out of him in the in the boot room. So, and that's the reason why I want to do uh, pick the song this this week. I mean, you said to me pick a yes, song. Yes, I did. Yeah. But, yeah. And I mean, there are some songs he liked, but he used to sing that. You know, uh, I mean, it was a great catchy song and all, you know. I loved it, it yeah, I thought song. it was brilliant, yeah. So, uh, I want to play out with that because it, it, that's where he played most of his career. Uh, and that's where he had all the really big success, the World Cups and everything else. Uh, and it was a fantastic song. So, and I think it's a fitting song that, uh, you know, it's like, you know, we play all the way for Leeds United, you know, and the boss is so-and-so and he'll always be my boss, Will Jack. That's absolutely beautiful, TC, and we're going to follow that with Marching On Together and the podcast this week dedicated to the memory of our Jack. Oh, yeah. God bless you, Jack. Yeah, Jack. God bless you. See you later, love. Cheers, Cheers, TC, and thanks Bye. for listening, guys. Bye-bye, now. Here we go with United. We're gonna give the boys a hand. Tall in the gold mouse stands
Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.